What is going on, guys? It is your boy, TKD, what you do here, back here on Playstation Source, and we are back here with another episode of Road to Part 2, the weekly Last of Us podcast about any and all things Last of Us and Last of Us Part 2 here on Playstation Source. And with me, of course, my luxurious co-host, Arachnite. How you doing, good sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. You know what? Honestly, I'm kind of not. Here's why. I don't know why. Yeah. I woke up this morning, you know, Thursday, May seventh, as we're as we are recording, uh, this this you know fine podcast, and uh, earlier today at like eight, no, at like seven thirty in the morning, I was up with Christian over on JoyClicks streaming the Xbox event. You know what I'm saying? So that was you know pretty cool. You know, it is what it is, right? And then right after the stream, my tummy started to feel a little bit upset. You know what I'm saying? I was like, my boy, what's wrong? Because I usually have the have the coffee, I have the banana, I have some eggs in the morning. It's it's a usual platter that I have for breakfast, but the tummy just started acting up all day. So uh, it wasn't until literally like 10 minutes, no, like 15 minutes ago that I got up out of bed after the stream. I don't know, man. Mm. Your boy's out for the count. I don't know what's going on. Hate to see it. Truly, truly. But uh, how are you, good sir? How are you? doing all right um do you have any tummy aches that you want to share with the class (laughs) (laughs) um jack in the box i was i was down for the count oh yeah oh no oh no want some chicken nuggies like some spicy chicken nuggets like popcorn chicken kind of deal okay 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 and i was like he's like these are these are pretty good like um and uh then I was just playing uh, Modern Warfare, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, this 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 is not a vibe." Like, this is a situation. <laughs> yeah. But like, my yeah. like tummy about to go to the gulag and see if they can survive. You know, shit. Yeah, no, it was a uh, not fun. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I, no, but oh, sorry, you go, you go. I mean, no. I was gonna make a side note about Jack in the Box because I will, I will defend Jack in the Box not as a restaurant before their curly fries. Facts. Facts they facts. those those curly fries be slapping absolutely, but mm-hmm. I'll. But they're expensive. Yeah, they are. They are, but but they are, they are good. I mean, I don't get Jack in the Box often. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny how you mentioned the nugget. And are they like popcorn chicken nuggets? Like are they yeah, in they, the form factor of a popcorn chicken? Yeah, no, they have a new popcorn chicken things over there. Like you can get spicy or regular. Interesting, interesting. Because I'm I'm of the. I'm of the thought that McDonald's still has the greatest chicken nuggets you can buy on the market. You know? Agreed. Facts are Like, I mean, the McDonald's chicken nugget is literally perfect. Like, people told me, oh, the Chick-fil-A spicy nuggets are good. The Wendy's spicy nuggets are good. I'm like, nah. Like, I have tried the the, uh, the uh, Chick-fil-A ones. Like, they're good. But they're not the, like, the nice crispy you get them right out of the fryer mcdonald's chicken nuggets you know chick-fil-a like chick-fil-a does hit different though like it does hit different you you right you right i honestly forgot chick-fil-a was a fast food restaurant like (laughs) the 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 jumping quality is just like i don't know i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong but what else have we been playing? <laughs> We're just talking about for the first like three minutes. People are gonna be mad. But what games have uh, you been playing, Arachnite, this week? You've been playing some stuff, stuff, stuffy stuff. Yeah, I have been playing video games. Mm. Um, well, if I can, like, 
with uh i'm still in school so it's finals week oh man dude is everything yeah, no. going well though with you with your finals hopefully um a's and b's mm, hey that's what yo i've been always an a's and b's type student you know yeah the last c i ever got was second quarter of the seventh grade the middle school because that was winter break and i got grounded for getting a c i <laughs> i remember the I've, last time <laughs> i've only gotten like i've only ever gotten to see like uh because spider-man ps4 came out mm, honestly that one's a good excuse though yeah to, no, uh, it's a good excuse but uh playing from final fantasy 7 still like taking my sweet time do you know it's, which chapter I, you're on uh 16 oh my god we're in the same chapter bro yeah bro things so are we're near up. the end yeah yeah i can feel it going to the end and i'm and i've ah uh, like i don't but, want it to end bro i know, <laughs> I don't we're, know we're gonna to it's gonna be like at least another few years before chapter two i know man it's like oh man but i've been loving it i'm sure you are loving it as well oh yeah it's my game of the year so far it's my game of the year as well yeah i mean i feel like there's a chance i mean I feel like the the only ones that I could see being it like beating it are I think Last of Us Part Two has a good chance of beating it. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, I'm gonna have to see more. I am heavily anticipating it, but we're gonna have to see more of that. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is an interesting pick because like I think it does have the chops to be game of the year for me, but I'm just afraid of that game's size. Like that thing gonna be long, you know? Mm -hmm. Like pause, but like it's gonna be a long game. So like the Witcher, like my yeah. I, my very first playthrough of the Witcher with the DLCs because I bought it a few years late. Uh, it took me like a hundred hours. Yeah, like uh, a homie over here don't have a hundred. I mean, now I have a hundred hours. You know what? Mm -hmm. Maybe the, I mean, if we're still, I mean, heaven forbid, but we'll see, right? Like if we're still in this, uh, you know, in these in these quarantine times, uh, I may have time to beat Starpoint twenty seven seven, maybe, but. We I stay up too late. Like if uh if there's a game I'm really into, I got class at like eight. Mm-hmm. I'll play until like four AM. Oh man, you see, no, I, I like force myself to stop if it's like a school night. I mean back when I was in school. Um right. and like well, I mean like I did last night too. I was playing five seven, I was like, Kev, like it's hey, it's one AM. You really gotta go to bed. You gotta be up at seven thirty tomorrow. For this stream, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I like have to parent myself sometimes, but it's very unfortunate. Like, it, like if like for situations like that, it's like all right, I gotta be up at seven. It's fine, but like if I don't sleep enough, I'll be awake for the stream, and then I'll just take a nap when I'm done. Mm. You and see, it's just like yeah, that, that was my, that would be my mentality. <laughs> Honestly, because I probably I could have done that because I wasn't doing anything from after the stream until now. And this is when we usually record on Thursdays. I yeah. Probably should have done it, but oh well. I digress. Anything else you've been playing besides Final Fantasy VII? Just a lot of Modern Warfare. A lot of Modern Warfare? I feel that. I feel yeah, that. Yeah, double XP weekends. Like, last weekend was a double XP weekend. Now that's this hot. weekend's a double XP weekend. That's hot. That's hot. I, uh, that's oh, hot. You go. Yeah. No, that's, sorry, go ahead. My bad. Oh, no. What I, all I was going to say is uh, I'm trying to get all the gun challenges, like gold every gun and stuff like that. Are you gonna go for obsidian camo? Yeah, like the Damascus things. Like, oh, uh, yeah, we, um, my friend and I have been playing a ton. Like, we've already got 
all the guns leveled up to max and now all we're going to do are the challenges nice 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 i feel that i feel that very very good um me obviously so five fantasy seven i've been loving it i'm i'm now planning on what's my next jrpg after this right because i do want to kind of explore that genre and play more of it right persona that yeah so so i think so I think I said that I was definitely going to beat Final Fantasy VII, the original Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, uh, classic. Yeah, after this remake. But now that, like, I think I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to wait and save that experience for maybe sometime in the summertime or sometime later this year. I think I'm going to save that experience for, like, another time, right? Okay. Um, but I've been eyeing two things. I mean, real. I don't know. I've been eyeing two things. Well, I'm. I feel like it's gonna end up being Persona Four Golden on the Vita. Because I would like to play Persona Five Royal, but my PS4 time is gonna be taken up with God of War as well. Getting through that, as well as Last of Us as well. You know, uh, so so juggling all those and like, I don't know. I've been I've been dying to play Odyssey Two as well to get into the uh, DLC uh, for that game after I finished after I finished the DLC of Division Two. But my Vita is just chilling there. It's not being played at all right now, you know? So I figure why not? Huh? It's resting. Yeah, yeah. So I figure why not, you know, summon it like Ifrit, however you say his name, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, load up Persona 4 on that. And maybe before I go to bed, knock out a few hours of it, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) When I'm chilling with the homies. You know, ignore them and play Persona. Well, because when I'm with the homies, right? It's not like a ignore thing. It's more of like a all right, like when like everyone settles down and like a movie's on, and we're all just on our phones chilling. That's when I would pop out my Switch and play some Animal Crossing. I'd I'd pop out X game and just play that for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Not not like in like a oh like I'm gonna ignore everyone, but you know more when uh we're just chilling. You know, hanging out. My I can have the Vita on deck, you know? True. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. But I've also been playing uh, Division 2, as I said before, Warlords of New York. Doing good there. Still chugging. Still a great game. Uh, No surprises there. So good ups for that. But also, we've both been playing another game, The Last of Us. But we're we're going to do that topic at, I mean, before, wait, I'm an idiot, after... We talk about the new trailer, right? So the Last of Us Part Two did get the dubbed official story trailer for the game, right? And I think of things to note about this release was that uh, they were very vocal when they tweeted out this trailer, like, "Hey, don't look in the comments." The comments were disabled as well on the actual trailer, and like a lot of things were, you know, hidden uh, from from everyone. Of course, due to the leaks. But what's your, like, just surface-level impressions of this trailer? Like, what did you think of it? I thought it was fine. Like, um, (laughs) Oh, that was a pregnant pause. I was like, is he okay? I was like, hello. (laughs) No, I was just trying to... I'm trying to articulate it in a way Mm. that makes me still seem like... 
interested because I am. I'm still interested in the Damn. story and all that. You're like, but Yo, this like, shit was trash. <laughs> no, it, it, it's just like we kind of we kind of already seen all that already. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what honestly uh, maybe more excited for the game. In a way, you know what I'm saying? Because like I don't want to see more. Like if if I were given the choice, like, hey, do you want a trailer or not? I would rather not have a trailer. Like I appreciate this trailer, you yeah. know. And of course, our reactions are up on the channel. Make sure, check, make sure to go check that out as well. But um, but I I definitely didn't need this trailer, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, the homie Tajay, like he mm. had a very very emotional reaction to the trailer, which I, is like I'm happy to see it. Like I love it when people are into like stories like this. Right. I get like personally like affected by it. Moved. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, like I, I watched his reaction. I watched the trailer on my own, and it's just like, I wish, like, I wish it, like, it's it's almost like uh, envy. It's like I wish it could have like affected me like that. It's like because I don't remember the last time like so I I saw something. It's like yo, like hold up, like like I think he started like crying. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. 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 So, so it's like I, I envy. I envy that. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, for me, like I feel like I would have like I remember being absolutely over the moon hype when they announced the February date back in September. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was like really, really excited like, on stream. You know what I'm saying? But this one, uh, I was just more of like. I think it's because it has been so long, and this game just has so much of a journey with it in terms of its release that we're going to talk about for years in terms of, like, oh, remember when Part 2 got leaked, like, a month and a half before the game was supposed to come out? But when it got leaked, we didn't know when it was coming out still and COVID-19 and all that, you know? So, like, there's there's like going to be a definitely, like, a definitely a story behind the release of, um, of this game overall, right? Um, but... I do feel you when you say that, like, you know, like, it's not as impactful, I feel like, you know? I, yeah, like. And I, I think maybe less so for you because of what you know already about Yeah, that. no, yeah. like, it, it just feels very uh, nullified. Like, uh, you show, if you showed me this trailer a year ago, I would have been over the moon. Like, this, this Oh, heck like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but. It's just like, it's just like what you said. It's like it's it's been such a a journey to get this game. Yeah, that yeah. it's like oh cool another trailer. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna wait. For sure, for and, sure. Yeah, and with everything surrounding it and all that, it's like I'm kind of not fed up, but I've had my take of uh, Last of Us Two news for a little mm. bit. I, like yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's just like I'm excited about the game, but it feels like I don't know. I feel like this trailer was put out under pressure. Like the whole game is just in like a like a a crock pot of like we need to keep this under wraps. We need to like yada yada until it releases. Right. It just feels like I don't know. Just I I just kind of goes silent with it. It's like yeah, don't look at the leaks. Make an official statement, and then just get it done i mean i don't know if this trailer was like made in a reactionary like reasoning because of uh the leaks and stuff like that i don't think 
that's essentially how we got this trailer. Because like, if you think about it, if if the game was still coming out May 29th, right? Right. We would have gotten this on May. Well, we got it on May 5th, I believe. Yeah. On yeah. May 5th on Tuesday, I think, or Monday. I forgot. No, I think it was. Uh, it was. It was yesterday. Wait, it was yesterday? I, yeah, like you asked me to like wake up. Oh you, my god, it was yesterday. Yo, and I was like, yeah, I had work. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nope, that's enough for me. Whoa, time doesn't exist. That was yesterday. That feels like so long ago. Wow, it's crazy. But um, but <laughs> <laughs> like, like I feel like we still would have gotten this trailer around this time, you know, and I kind of feel like this trail because we got a lot of these screenshots. Do you remember when they first uh, said that the game was uh, going to be released indefinitely? Ah, da, da. They put out a bunch of different screenshots. A lot of those screenshots are from this trailer. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, there is a case we made that maybe they, uh, you know, built this trailer around those screenshots, perhaps, you know? But that, and that's more of like a what's what was made first, the chicken or the egg, you know? But um, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that this trailer was made because no, yeah. of the leaks, but I absolutely agree. Like yeah. the from the leaks to now, like getting a trailer done like that, like isn't is highly, highly improbable. I'm yeah. just saying it's like I don't know, with with everything going on, like it's just like I don't know. I feel like the game needs a break. I know Yeah. Those. I mean, I know for me it's like I think there's a overall like consensus like the the excitement will never be what we all want it to be right now because of the leaks yeah. you know what i'm saying like there's no more questions really i mean i'm sure there's still questions about the game because i'm sure it's not like it's not like literally the entire game got leaked like an entire walkthrough but a lot of the big moments got leaked you know what i'm saying yeah like a debug menu like, yeah sorry. yeah yeah so so like it's not that we have all of the answers but we have the answers to a lot of pertinent questions about this game that kind of makes like speculation on it and and like dropping these trailers that you know some things are meant to be presented to you out of context because you, you're not supposed to know the leaks and then someone uh that watches this trailer and i assume know the leaks you know, can put maybe a lot of things together or see where they're trying to throw people off. Like, that's what I'm curious to ask you about too. Like, like how does, so is this trailer like extremely underwhelming because of the leaks that you've been susceptible to by an unfortunate, you know, online person? User. Yeah. The, the trailer did a good job about like keeping every, all the major beats under wrap. And if the leaks are like true, and what I've read is true, like, <clears throat> it did a good job. It did a very good job of keeping major story beats under wraps. Nice. 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 Okay, so, like, if, you, if, you don't, if you're afraid of watching the trailer because of uh, leaks and all that, like, like, be not afraid. Like, you're good. It's, um, like, I, like, from what I've watched, like, there is nothing that you should be concerned about. It's like, oh... They they ruined it like they sh they showed off too much like that kind of deal. Right. Nothing that I noticed that uh, 
would ruin your experience if okay. you're afraid of leaks. Like yeah. you, you're good. Yeah, I see. I see. I see. Because I think the, really the 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 only like brand new. I mean, one of the brand new things we've seen in this trailer um, is those is those uh, parts in the trailer where it seems like it's gonna take place closer to Last of Us One than Last of Us Part Two. In yeah. the beginning, where we have Joel wearing his green type of shirt and then Ellie wearing her red shirt, like that whole outfit scheme seems to be pointing to like that being like a Last of Us One era type of um of timeline. And mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I love the aspect of that. Like I I mean a cringe you know, I can't take credit for saying this because it was definitely the homie Christian that said this, but he was saying that like, yo, I hope that we get some sort of like prologue that takes place in that era in that timeline from Last of Us One, but we get like a few hours of it, like l- l- like maybe like hour and a half, two hours in that before we even get to part two. You know, um, I think I think I think that'd be. I mean, maybe maybe multiple hours is a little bit too much. I would say maybe. I just want at least like a good chunk of time. In that, because in that time frame, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that sounds dope. Uh, this isn't from the leaks. It's just like from what people are like speculating. Okay, it's just like they're. I I've read that people are wanting to or like that they want to outdo the prologue from part one. Okay, okay. Because I mean, my my pray for a prologue for for uh, part two is like pick me up right where. The game ends on part one. You know? Like, just a fluid story. Literally, just pick up right where it left off. Like, I mean, like, you, like, press start, and, like, you instantly see, like, Ellie saying, okay. Wait. Yeah. Or or whatever she says at the end, you know? Or, like, yeah, Joel no. saying, I swear. Yeah. Mm. 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 I, 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 would, I would like that. I would yeah. prefer that. Yeah. But from uh from what i know and how they or people are talking about like oh i do the prologue like i hope i hope it's like chris is right yeah because i mean we will we will talk about the last was one's prologue here in a little bit but um that one's gonna be because i forgot how much i loved the prologue to last of us um but it is it is incredible it is it is really really well done really well done but um uh, i guess i think one more thing i want to say uh about the trailer, um, I mean, number one, I think my favorite aspect of it is that we don't see a lot of new stuff in it. I know that sounds weird to a lot of people, but at this point, I feel like I would rather just not see anything new and just go yeah, with less it. Less is more. Yeah, less is going to speak vo- – like just – I like how they they expanded a little bit more on what they've shown of the game, and that's it. You know? Like yeah. this is exactly the trailer that I wanted uh, was like not show me anything – too brand new you know what i'm saying or like too much of too brand new you know what i'm saying but the second thing is that uh arachnite we're gonna get a little hype here you know what i'm saying uh, i know what uh, it, it's been a few podcast episodes but we do have a chelsea watch segment chelsea, oh boy. Chelsea, chelsea, chelsea. chelsea tavares i think is in this trailer my boy did you spot her i believe so did you, okay i think it is the um african-american female that Ellie is using as a body shield. And like she flashes a flashlight at her uh, in the trailer first. And then she uses her as a body shield. I mean, there's no confirmation. I have yet to, you know what? By 
by the time this podcast goes live, I will share screenshots of Chelsea on Twitter and be like, hey, is this you, queen? <laughs> just just give me a wink, nod, nudge, nudge. Give me an emoji. Give me something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think I think we I think we we, we uh, may have found Chelsea. So that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. But um, overall, I mean, do, do you have any lasting thoughts on this trailer before we uh, move on? You know, so it seems like you're like pretty lukewarm about it. But if you have any yeah, further no. thoughts, I mean, um, it, it was solid. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Like it's it's a very solid trailer. It's just um, I don't know. I feel like I am not one to really discuss whether or not it was a good trailer because. It's kind of like asking a kid on Christmas, like, oh, are you excited for your gifts when you already know what the gifts are? Um, <laughs> you see, this is super interesting. Like, this is the conversation that I don't want to have, you know, because um, uh, I don't know any of the spoilers. You know, I'm over here week two dodging these spoilers like, you know, like I'm like I'm a running back, whatever. Honestly, I don't know why I said running back. I just said running back. I don't know if that actually, I don't know. I be dodging these like I'm trying to hit a parry. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I thought that the trailer was 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 overall just good. You know, like I didn't think it was like insanely crazy or whatever. Um, but I did want to hear from someone's opinion that have seen the that have seen the leaks. So very, very good. Well, yeah, it, like it's solid. Like if if you haven't seen the leaks, like Honestly, like, I don't know. I kind of changed my tune from uh, last week. It's kind of like, do your best to avoid it. Yeah, okay. I see. I see. Like, yeah, I see. I, I'm i not afraid of the leaks because I've seen all of it, but it also, like, now it puts it in the scale on what, like, how it's been n- not ruined, but the, the depth of like reaction that i could possibly have to such significant story areas is gone it's gone like if the leaks are true and if i play the game and i see if i see what's about to happen it's like oh yeah great okay it's it's so sad man it's it's it's, it's tragic man i hate it you know i wish yeah i wish it wasn't like this so like what what, with whatever happens it's just gonna be like oh cool uh, I saw that a few months ago. <sighs> you hate to see it. You, you hate, hate to, to see it. Yeah, you, you truly hate to see it. But it could be like a caps like uh, Mjolnir thing from Endgame, mm. where I could I could watch that scene any day of the week and still get goosebumps. It's an amazing scene. I I just watched it with uh, my cousin and my best friend uh, on Discord having a little movie night, and it was the uh, exact day that. We wa- we we started it at the exact same time that we watched it a year ago, you know, at like eleven thirty p.m. Uh, and it was cool, very very good movie, very good, very, very good. good. But I think overall, if you are still worried about spoilers, um, a lot of this trailer are scenes that we've already seen from different trailers, and the only I feel like truly new thing, aside from some other like bits and pieces is um the beginning segments when you see the younger versions of joel and ellie from like last of us one era you know in in their graphic updates and stuff like that like like that stuff 
is brand new and i think like is the biggest takeaway at least for me um definitely like i think that's the biggest takeaway is uh seeing that all right like there's there's gonna be some of this game that takes place a lot closer to part one uh than than we're all expecting so really really good but also i feel like at this point if we're gonna put that in the trailer the prologue is gonna have to be different right like there's no way they they show prologue footage on a trailer right yeah that's uh, they didn't do it with part one to the extent of my knowledge no no i mean um yeah as far as i'm aware i don't believe so i mean they definitely didn't show like sarah you know yeah they definitely didn't show sarah i feel like the only stuff that maybe they shown was maybe like tommy in his car like bum rushing through the city maybe you know but i doubt it but i digress we will get our hands in a few short weeks and yeah so that is that is that but let's get into the good stuff here of course we are doing our first episode of the last of us replay series where we recap the part of last was one that we played this week if you missed it is live on the channel right now we are going to be streaming every wednesday night leading up till release a a different sliver of of last of us and uh the left behind dlc as well leading up to last of us part two so this week we covered the prologue in quarantine zone as well as the outskirts so essentially when you so essentially it's the start of the game until right up to you get to bill's town uh is where um i saw like i stopped like in the woods as you're entering bill's town that's where yeah, i stopped that's about that's about where i stopped too yeah 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 so uh it's 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 yeah so i mean where, do we want to just go in order i mean like do we want to or i mean i guess i'll ask you some of stuff like did you feel like this was a great or like a really good opening uh to the game absolutely yeah like um it, it kind of going off of what you said earlier uh there is something about the last of us prologue that i don't think will ever leave like my memory mm. because you asked me a few game prologues that i could tell you from like just memory just like sheer memory and there are only a few games that i could do that right and those are always games that are like special to me and like dear to my heart like mass effect 2 infamous 2 uh Spider-Man PS4. Oh, Spider-Man PS4 is amazing. Um, Arkham City, Arkham and of City. course, Last of Us. Arkham City is a great opening. To oh, dude, you you listed some bangers right there. Okay, yeah. okay, my boy. Okay. Oh, Doom Eternal's opening was also very good. Yep, I thought but, the original Doom was was pretty good too, to be honest. Oh yeah, it, but like I don't know, like that that's a whole other. Uh, if if oh, I yeah, start talking about Doom, I'm not gonna stop. Yeah. But, <laughs> like there's something about the last of us prologue that sets a different like from when i played it uh, when it first released when i was much younger i i didn't really know all that much about the game so i expected something kind of like survival horror but also in a and like with an uncharted kind of tang to it right like something like grounded in realism but with some some like some extra stuff to like create its own like diverse way of storytelling yeah. but last of us didn't do that last of us gave you something grounded and it gave you something 
like I don't know something that I didn't expect at that age and something that stayed with me for the last seven years like if you told me to talk about just the opening of The Last of Us and how it's a masterful like it is masterful storytelling yeah and how it creates the world how it sets up the characters like the initial characters their motivations the justifications for their personality that you see in the beginning of the game and it's masterful like mm-hmm. some ordinary gamers a youtuber talked about that recently and he, the way that he described it i felt like is just perfect because it's like with with the opening and with what happens to sarah you close your eyes because the screen goes to black and then you wake up as joel 20 years later as a bitter man yeah and it's it's masterful storytelling and it explains his like his reserved and kind of dickish personality in the beginning of the game definitely opens back up yeah like ellie ellie opens him back up like his relationship with tess helps open him back up but then like it just it like the way that they characterize and like show don't tell their reasons for being the way they are and why their characters are so unique and diverse is just is one of my favorite parts of part one like the prologue is one of my favorite parts of the entire game which i can't say very often with with games because the prologue is it's inciting incident it's interesting most of the time like or else the game what's the reason to play the game it's it's interesting it captivates you but then you want to get through the prologue to see the rest of the game but on part one it's just like the prologue just is what sets it up like it just the expectations are already so high from the quality of writing and the storytelling and all that yeah in just the prologue and part one keeps that momentum the entire yeah yeah i mean for for me it's it's like how intense the prologue is like it is so intense it's quiet it's brutal it's dark it's gruesome like like it it is like it is so tense and that was i think my third or fourth time playing through the prologue yeah i think that was my third or fourth time playing through it and it's still like so intense man it is it is a lot like when the um when when Sarah goes into Joel's room and looks at the TV and the broadcaster and the dude's trying to tell her, yo, you need to back up. Like, there is a bursted pipe. Like, you will die. And it explodes. And Sarah looks at the window and she sees the explosion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like literally like it's it's that moment that honestly is okay. This 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 may be a bit of a stretch, right? Okay. But when things started to really pop off here in the States involving COVID-19, right? And, like, right. I remember, like, you know, watching news and stuff like that and, like, seeing, like, oh, yeah, like, there's, like, lines out out of out the ass from, like, different grocery stores and stuff like that. And there's no toilet paper anywhere, all that, whatever, you know? It was, it was, it was different, like, hearing about it from the news and, like, seeing it online versus, 
later on that night going to my local fries after my shift and seeing it for myself, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it didn't really set in for me, like, how massive uh, of, of like, how, how mass the effect is, mass effect, how, like, massive the effect is, uh, you know, where it, it's literally in my city, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I think... Yeah. I think they capture like a similar thing of Sarah because I feel like she's truly not scared until she sees that explosion and then you know she's Joel obviously uh shoot shoot his neighbor and stuff like that um and like it's I don't know I just think yeah it was just well like, done for sure for sure when this whole thing started um I I figured it's like oh like I, I have the same mentality as a lot of people, I believe, where it's like, it can't be that bad, right? Yeah. Like, denial. And then uh, my parents asked me to go pick up, like, some stuff at, a, like, at the store, like, at a local store. And <clears throat> I went in, and there was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it like, I, I asked an employee, it's like, hey, do you, and she's like, no. Like before I could even finish. It was wild. Definitely. And it's like, okay. And I, I looked around for a little bit and it's like, oh, there's one of the things I needed at like the end of an aisle. So I'm going to go grab it. And like this like uh, this lady with like a full shopping cart full of stuff just runs in, grabs it, and runs out. Dang. It's like, okay, thanks. Jeez. Um it, it, it like and not to get like not to build too much on my own personal life but with the prologue with sarah like i i have a child in my life right i've i have a little girl in my life and replaying the prologue from a 13 year old boy to an adult with newfound responsibilities and experiences and like just being a different person than I was really, really hit me hard this time. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's like, as a kid, it's like, oh, that's sad. Like uh, a parent just lost their child. But now it's like, oh my God, like how, how the hell would I get through that? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's insane, man. It's insane. Yeah. The, the whole intro is crazy. I love when like, when Tommy gets into the fold for a little bit here and uh and you know they they like talk like they're you truly see like yeah they are definitely brothers you know mm -hmm. like like tommy and joel are like so well written as brothers and the way they they reply to each other and like they're like quips and stuff like that and the way uh you know like joel will like yell at tommy or whatever to like keep driving you know past those two stranders uh on the side on the um roadside or whatever you know and like like it's not like they they ever get mad at each other it's just like that it's very comfortable it's familial yeah yeah like because i because that happens in my family too like it'll sound like from the outside that like oh like some like you know i'm angry at my brother or like vice versa when like no it's just like <laughs> i don't know you know like i just think that they just sold it really well that like familial brother bond you know yeah um but this 
this whole sequence was crazy especially when we get to the backed up highway and we see our first infected well our second infected actually because the first one's a neighbor um yeah i think what's really cool detailed uh there was that when joel shoots the neighbor uh it's sarah who goes like i just saw him this morning like i just saw him this morning yeah you know like and and just how quick everything changed um it's it's very 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 gruesome and then of course you know we go through the whole thing uh the in the city there's there's panic they get hit by a car of people also trying to get out of the city you know what i'm saying um and then we get the unfortunate death of sarah by the uh by the military which yeah. is which was very very it it it's still brutal to this day you know and if you guys get a chance to you know what i'm saying i would definitely recommend uh, looking at the Last of Us documentary that they put out and seeing, um, oh my God, Troy Baker, Troy Troy Baker do that performance on mocap because it is, it's tough, it's hard. I think that was like the twelfth or fifteenth take, I think. And like Neil, I think how the story went was that, that like Neil just wasn't getting like the right reaction out of Troy, and then like in that moment when they finally got the take that we have in the game, like, I think Troy said that, like, he was also, like, crying and frustrated, like, like in a way, because, like, he was digging into some deep stuff personally that, like, he was, he has been through in the past and stuff like that, but also, I think he was saying that, like, he was almost, like, exhausted by, by keeping, by, like, keep having to, you know, re, 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 redo that scene over and over again. Uh, so like there's a little part of it too, but I highly recommend that if you haven't seen that part, um, seen that documentary, it's great. And like Sarah's, Sarah does a great performance here as well. It's a great scene. It is really, really impactful for sure. For sure. You know, but, um, but then we flash forward 20 years. Yes. 20 years. I had, we get introduced to, introduced to Tess and Joel. Did you always get the mindset that, like, they were kind of a couple? Yeah, like, there was some tension there. Right? And, like, I know there's, there's like, a part later on where uh, where Tess, you know, says, like, hey, Joel, like, after this, we should just, like, settle down and just, like, relax, you know? Yeah. And not be in this, like, they they seem to be smugglers, I think, is what their job is, I think, right? For the yeah. most part. Like, that's essentially what they're doing. I don't know if you, you got a better read on it or you have a different No, I, I believe but... smugglers is, uh, is the right. Yeah, term. yeah, yeah. What what it seems like it is. Yeah, like, it seems like they're just, you know, they're smugglers doing the thing. Uh, then they get word that um, one of, I guess, their uh, – how, how would you make it? Rivals? How would you, how would you describe Robert? You know, rival. Is it a rival or is it like someone that like gives them smuggling well, jobs? I'm like sure. Robert, like Robert was like a, a dealer in a way. Mm. Right. But okay. then he screwed them over to the fireflies so then he becomes a rival kind yeah. of deal because they just kind of. It's brutal what they did to him. Like it was, it was cool. It was like synced and it was brutal. And yeah. I, I dig that. Yeah. And I, I think also to get into it as well, like, I think one of the biggest things about this opening two and a half hours is um, the way that they convey the world without telling you. Like, I 
loved the way Final Fantasy VII did this. Final Fantasy VII did it in a little bit of a different way, at least from at least from what I'm getting at. Where uh, you know, there's like definitely a lot more of a population in Final Fantasy VII, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like you you get a read on the world that they reside in by the public speaking about said world, right? So in this game, it's more of just like I feel it leans more on the environment and and like how certain things play out and the overall layout as well. Like I think you get a little bit more of that. Like it was really weird, honestly, seeing the like guardrails onto a building because like man, like we have that right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man. Oof, but what did you think of you know like stepping into? You know the 20 years after the after the Coruscant virus hit like what what were your like thoughts on like the world overall i thought like the the world building and how like it introduces it to you very fluidly like there's no exposition drop by tess or joel or anything it's just this is the way it is yeah learn to you you as a player have to learn how to live and work around it yeah so i think something that did it really well like the tutorials Mm -hmm. at least for the uh the med kit i really liked because they're just they go on their way they're about to do a run and then fireflies attack and a piece of shrapnel or something hits joel and it's like oh heal yourself like make sure that you take care of yourself yeah and it's like it it compacts world building with gameplay mechanics and i really really like that right i I thought it was very fluid going back to final fantasy 7 like i love when aspects that make a game a game and gameplay like are very fluid and there's no awkward like gap yeah cutscene and then loading screen and then you're back in the game something naughty dog has been great about is uh no load times yes yeah you get one long load time in the beginning mm-hmm. and then that's it yeah final fantasy 7 did that with cutscenes cutscenes for the most part unless they're cg cutscenes are part of the gameplay like they're rendered in engine and then you're right back in the fight you can still see the hud yeah and yeah. I love that. Yeah. I feel like Naughty Dog has been great about that lately. I do feel like, especially for like the year 2013 on the PS3 when this game came out, um, how they hide load screens as well throughout gameplay in terms yeah. of like all those times where you have to boost someone up. You know, that yeah. that's a load screen. Um, uh, and for like Final Fantasy VII, the same way as like when you're uh, squeezing through a tight space to reach the in the um ever to reach a different part of the map that's also a low screen so like but i just feel like in this game it's a lot less hidden you know and i commend them for that too because i feel like the like shimmying through like a tight space is done so so many times in games and it's you such mean a more hidden like I, I think the last of us hides the height like hides the loading screens mo- or like the loading instances more than like some modern games today you know like yeah. god of war also had also had a lot of those like you know oh tight space gotta shimmy my way through it you know 
Jedi Fallen Order had a so lot many, so many, bro, so many. And Final Fantasy VII also has a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll definitely commend this game for you know I feel like hiding them in a little bit of a better way. You know, like I mean, yeah, is 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 shimmying less fun than boosting your AI partner up? No, like they're they're both not the most fun things in the world to do. I just feel like it's a little bit more bound in realism to have a level like in Last of Us where you have to boost your your player up and then they have to put down the ladder then you go up the ladder all load in the background as opposed to shimmying across this random, you know, tight space. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just feel like the like boosting up feels feels a little bit more fluid, at least to me personally. I don't know. But um also like another thing that is not really tied to this part specifically but the minimalist hud is phenomenal yes. oh my god i love it it's so cool i i can always appreciate good huds and games like there are some games that it's just like there's like too much going on like early 2000s like action games <laughs> yeah and you remember how they had like a big like at the top left you had like a very thin like horizontally stretched uh like health bar mm-hmm. and like something under it for like action points or whatever yep i do recall yeah. and it, like devil may cry like i love dmc but like when when i think of early 2000s action game huds i think of devil may cry yeah and so definitely definitely i yeah i appreciate how how compact and how minimalist the hud is like Show me an ammo count. Show me how much health I have, and that's it. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's super clean. Even when you're like swapping, uh, you know, from like a brick to a bottle to a to a to a med kit, and later on you get access to a shiv and stuff like that, and a melee weapon and different other weapons that you find throughout the game. Uh, even like switching through that is like super, super smooth in that very very minimal like crossbar looking menu. It's great. Yeah, no, it's great. I love that. Yeah, it's real, real good. But um, let's hear. So I guess you know Joel and Tess go on their way because they get wind that Robert is trying to screw them. Uh, so they go in and get their trying to get their stuff back, you know. So so they go yeah. on this. We we get a bare feel for the world and stuff like that. Um, we then run into Robert finally after uh. A little fight with some fireflies. Ultimately, he, uh, you know, kicks the can. Robert does. He, yeah, he got the can kicked for him. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and then we meet Marlene from the American Dreams comic that uh, we just uh, went through. Replaying the, the these segments, like, really highlighted that I miss Tess. Yeah. Tess is great. Yeah, I really like Tess. I wish she would. I wish she lived longer. Yeah, hey, you you truly hate to see it, but yeah, no, Tessa's is a great, great character. Like, and I feel like she is so good, at least to me personally, because like the way Joel presents himself and the way she kind of presents Joel in a lot of instances is like Joel is such like a clean cut, very very limited talking in the early parts of the game and he's so fierce 
seemingly. You know, yeah. like that's how we're like made to like view Joel. And Tess is the only one that'll like stand up toe to toe, you know, to Joel in like an argument or whatever, you know, and like that ultimately is like, you know, even when we go up to her ultimate demise, she gets what she demands of Joel in the face of Joel, even when Joel is opposing that, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like most times it's like when when Joel speaks to anyone in this game, it's like, all right, it is my way and that's it. Except Tess. You know, like that's why I kind of like I wanted them not to be like a like a lovey dovey couple because that's not their character, but like I I would have liked it for them to like I like what they did with the tension because it's kind of like I don't know like <clears throat> I think we can all say like oh yeah like with girlfriends and stuff like that like most of the time and this isn't me being oh like. It's just like, oh, do everything your girlfriend says. But it's just like, like, there are some times where it's like, oh, if she says it, like, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it harmonizes back to, like, the happy life, happy wife mantra in a in a subtle way. They're not married in the game, but. Yeah, no, but it, it's just like, like, you can reject everybody and everything in the world, but, like, it's like, oh, okay. Like, there's, like almost no point in arguing it because it'll just end up with it just delays the inevitable it's like i don't know and i i fear saying that because of the whole like oh you're a simp thing because everybody didn't like ugh. yeah like it it's like not simp activity but no you know it's yeah just, it's not simp it's, activity just, it, it, it's compromise yeah 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 it's like I totally agree. I totally agree. It's just like, like it's it's so worrying to say anything about like, like oh yeah like she's cool like this is a good like good character like oh yeah she's cool simp 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 and it's like oh my god like I, we get it haha I love I love seventh grade humor shut up yeah <laughs> how do you how do you feel about Marlene I think she like I I like how I like her character. But I also don't like her character, if you know, if that makes sense. I, mean, like, I like how she's written. She's written well. It's right. a good character. Uh -huh. But, like, if she was a real person, I would not like her. Oh, so uh, are you saying that, like, they did a great job at portraying a character of that personality, right? Yeah. Like, but yes. you don't like that personality. I do. Uh, yes, that's per that's perfect phrasing. Okay. Like, I, I enjoy I the character. I like, I like what they did with her. But yeah. as a I like personality. I don't like the personality, but that's good writing. I yeah. don't have to like everybody. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Right. Like, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, what I was just going to say is like Nadine, mm. like from Uncharted 4. Like, very well written character, I believe. Yeah. yeah. I hate her character. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nadine. Damn. I hate, you hate to see. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Like, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, absolutely. The fact that I don't like her character, not due to the, due the qualities of poor writing, but to you the merit of good writing. You like shows. don't like. I think that 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 archetype, I expect like like another way to put it, maybe from what you're saying. Yeah, like that character, that character type. Yeah, just something about it like annoys me. I feel you, but that's that's good writing. Right, right, right. I see, I see. With 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 um, 
with Marlene, I don't know. It, it felt a little bit like coincidental that Joel and Tess hate the Fireflies. And then all of a sudden, they run into the head of the Fireflies. I don't know. Like, I get that's all explained because she is trying to oversee, you know, the evacuation of Ellie out of the city and into the Fireflies HQ where she can be tested, obviously, for her being immune and stuff like that and mm-hmm. try to get a vaccine. Like, I, I, I get it, but it just seemed, like, a little bit, like, too coincidental. Like, it seemed like the cards kind of fell too much well. in place. You know what I'm saying? Because I think it was that – so, if I if I get this correctly, um, they – so, Joel and Tess, I think, either did the job or were going to get the job to attain these weapons. But yeah. then th- – uh, they were they were gonna get the weapons by oh my god what's his name we just said it crap. Robert Robert thank you yeah from Robert but then Robert instead sold those to the Fireflies because he owed them and would, and rather give the weapons to them at that point and just take the L from Joel and Tess and just have them just wait a little bit longer so they, so he can get new weapons or whatever so I think that's why Tess is there yeah and it seemed like Tess wanted to capture him too. To bring him in alive, I think, because she 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 says that like I needed him alive, to a, I think. Early well, on no, isn't that, well. isn't that Marlene? I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Marlene said that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tess was yeah. shot him. Sorry, sorry. That's why Marlene was there, to get the weapons from Robert. Yeah, no, like I yeah. I feel makes sense. Like I don't feel like it's like. You're, they're just like on a on a mission, and they see oh hello head of the fireflies. I guess yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I think it was a little bit like un- unbelievable in a way for for Tess to know her as the leader of the fireflies. If that makes sense, I think. Well, it's not like the fireflies are very hidden. You know what? Damn, you know what? I guess checkmate. I guess I had no complaint there. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess you are right. But then Marlene, yeah. sorry, sorry, but Oh no, what I was gonna say is like sometimes just weird stuff happens. Like it'd be like, like just where it's like kind of too perfect. Yeah. Where it's like oh I sh- like you know it's like oh I hope I don't run into this person and then you run into them immediately. Yeah. It's like when you're at work and you mean to put in a Southwest salad but they or the cop salad, then someone randomly accidentally made an extra cop salad. So it's like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes just be like that. But I do. <laughs> but we uh we head over with, you know, of course Joel, Marlene, and Tess. And uh Tess goes, Alright, listen, I will give you the weapons that uh Robert gave me that were initially supposed to go to you. But you have to deliver something and smuggle something for me. And then I will give you the weapons and then some. Like, like I will, you know, give you a lot for it. And uh, they're not, she's she's not saying what they're smuggling yet. But it ends up to be, of course, Ellie. Good old Ellie. And um, I think it's also kind of cool how we, we don't even see Ellie f- until like an hour into the game. Like an hour fifteen, you know, and like she's on the cover. I just think that's an interesting choice, you know. Yeah, well, it's just like you don't need to show your major story beats in the very beginning. Like, 
because if the character doesn't understand the scope of the world then you just kind of burn through it true if if they don't understand the characters that you're working with like i think joel and tess needed a before and after like establishment like it, it's kind of like a control group for lack of a better phrase like this is joel before ellie yeah tess living the normal their normal lives and as the story progresses you can really see how joel changes with with ellie in his life and how his relationship with her changes and how he as a character just changes fundamentally with his time with ellie yeah so it kind of sets up the world in a way that lets us see like progression right right like both character progression and world world building progression yeah also i love a parallel that was seen in in uh this part when they get to like not like safe house but like their their apartment i guess you can say that's just abandoned waiting for nightfall to come where then they could sneak out of the city easier with the cover of night um uh ellie says hey your watch is broken while joel was laying on the couch and joel was first given that watch on a couch with sarah you know and like at that point his watch was broken like it was a cool like parallel i was like ah that's a i don't know it's a nice touch you know yeah it's a nice touch i i personally thought uh but then of course night nightfall comes oh by the way during during this um tess goes with marlene to get patched up because she got injured in a gun battle i believe as well as uh uh tess and uh joel want to verify the weapons legitimacy yeah yeah yeah, of how legit this is and she see she she saw it with her own eyes and it's a it's a a done deal right so they start heading out uh fireflies end up catching them ellie does you know a ball i i I, I feel those are soldiers not fireflies i'm an idiot soldier i'm gonna i'm sorry i meant i meant i meant soldiers not not fireflies no you're good yeah but then you know ellie takes one down to the kneecaps crazy crazy move like it just shows a lot of the character as well like how how you know how, how just she's she's not afraid to just get in the dirt and just does what you know do what has to be done you know right definitely definitely uh then they start hunting them down then they're making it essentially to the capitol building which i think is going to be the rendezvous point to have the secondary firefly group pick up ellie and escort her to the firefly hq on the west side of the country yeah so that's where we get that and then uh there's a well how do we feel about this this part of the game where we're going through the different buildings and our first encounters with the clickers and the affected in a more like combat in a more combat way i everything that i like about like cities is like a post-apocalyptic cities is in full display Mm. um i like nighttime shots over daytime shots i love rain um the i believe i believe a word for it is dilapidated buildings and 
like how overrun the city is like just by nature and by destruction over the course of 20 years i feel like it's all very well done i feel like it's atmospheric it's intense it keeps you captivated and in your first playthrough like at least i remember from my first playthrough i didn't know what to expect yeah because it's like they showed us clickers these one hit kill enemies that weren't that aren't really at least weren't too popular back then right like there it, it really does show you like comparison to other games that you could play back then um most games you could take a you could take a beating before dying and it wasn't just like a one-shot kill. Like they grab you if you don't have a shiv, it's over. Right. Like I, I, it made it, it made it much more intense, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is crazy how they made like, hey, we're gonna have enemies in this game that are literally one-hit kills. And they give and it, grab you, it's over. Yeah, and it just works. Like I just feel like it's so well done, you know. And like, um, and at least me personally, like going through, you know those few first sections where you first run into clickers and runners and stuff like that like it is very tense you know it, it's done super well like i love it it's it's so cool i love i love those moments that like honestly those like moments kind of remind me of like not like they remind me of like arkham origins arkham city and arkham asylum and i feel like this is where arkham knight kind of lost its way in terms of like i love like all right the game takes me to a room there's a bunch of enemies you have to deal with them with what you have at your disposal use the environment have fun you know like sorry sorry. i'm sorry well what i was gonna say is like if use the environment arkham knight did that the best Hmm. and but arkham knight also like i don't know i don't feel like uh, when when you started saying Arkham City and uh, Asylum, I thought you were gonna go on a route of at- atmosphere, mm, because right. Arkham Arkham Asylum is the superhero game for atmosphere. Yeah, like I'm not necessarily talking about atmosphere. I'm talking about like all right, like giving you a bunch of enemies and say like, all right, they are in this room. You have to deal with them and use the tools at your disposal. Versus, I mean use the tools at your disposal at your disposal as well as the elements in the given room that you have to combat in you know yeah for like that's what it reminds me a lot of like sometimes in this game uh where uh you know you like got to deal with like six or seven clickers and runners and stuff like that like i i just felt that same way of like ah like i love that part of like the original arkham games like back in the day you know Back in the day, like 2010, 2011, whatever. But you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. They're 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 very tense. Clickers are still creepy, even in 2020. Don't get it twisted. I can't wait to hear them in part two. Because mm-hmm. I know they're. Because would you say the clicker sound is a bit iconic? Not like, not like like crazy iconic. Like uh, like what? Hmm. What would be considered like iconic? Like. I don't know, like the like classic like Walking Dead zombies. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think like the yeah. sound of the clickers have made it to that iconic sound in a way? At least for games. Well, yeah, for games, like, um, 
anybody that like has known about the last of us or especially has played the last of us if you show them like just like an audio snippet of the clicker noise i'm it i i believe that most people could say is like, oh that's a clicker yeah 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 like um when i was at comic-con last year um i went to a video game trivia panel mm. um and some of the questions were about the last of us and uh like one of the questions for example was uh you know like um they just showed like a three second audio of one of the tracks in the game and that's it that's all you got and then you had to answer it okay and they're like the last of us is sound design really really sets it apart from other like survival horror experiences because every i believe like of us like most well-designed survival horror games are iconic with their own styles or themes of atmosphere and sound design because sound is everything and creating tension and immersion like resident evil like Resident Evil 2 had the squeaks of the chandelier and RPD. Like Last of Us has the ambient noise of the clickers behind the door or the zombies like kind of groaning. Yeah. Yeah. And um oh sorry. You you go. No. I mean just like one thing to mention even like about like the groans you hear and stuff like that like you you really at least the way it's always given to me and the way I kind of take it is that like when the zombies like make those like grunts and like those like moans or whatever like it's like it's like they're in pain mm-hmm. you know like like that was also dark about it as well i'm like damn like that's so well done you know how they made it sound scary but also like you feel like sad for them because like they're 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 literally in pain you know it's cool that's that's why i love the mechanic of joel's hearing thing yeah because it just highlights that. Yes. Listen mode. Yeah. 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 <coughs> I know a lot of people clown me for uh, using it sometimes. Keywords sometimes in factions. But, you know, I digress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So then we, uh, you know, get past the nighttime scene. One where, uh, you know, in the... In the broken down and uh, decollapsed, dilapidated, if you will, buildings, we get towards a little more sunlight. We reach the Capitol building, and then we get the very emotional uh, part in the game where Jess reveals that that she is infected, and she got hurt and bit somewhere in the dilapidated building sections as you're going through that. Uh, I thought it was a subway. Was it the subway? I believe so because uh, they you start out in the the buildings and you work your way down. No, the subway test is never in the subway, right? Isn't well, the, isn't the subway isn't the subway, the subway before? Oh no 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 no! You're you're right you're right. I I I I, I was confused that the subway was uh, was before. Yeah. Like, you're on your way to the uh like the city hall or whatever right right yeah yeah like i think she gets hurt when you get split up for a little bit 
when oh um, yeah she hides it for a little bit yeah. yeah 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 it's 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 like one of like the last things that you play before this like cutscene. Yeah. yeah it gets split for a little bit yeah but um a very 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 sad cutscene you know of just being like look like not it's just over. test but yeah test me like number one it's over and number two like this wound i got like x amount of hours ago and it's already worse than ellie's wound and ellie got it three weeks ago you know mm-hmm. like that and and the way Tess is like listen like this is for real like ellie there is something about her that like we have to make sure that she gets to where she needs to go you know and like that's and i think definitely early on like when it gets to be now just joel and ellie on the main journey like i think a part of it you know for joel in the beginning of that journey was of course you know to to a degree like do it for tess right mm-hmm. and maybe also to to uh, get the guns you know what i'm saying of course but i i love how like over time we are gonna see it manifest to like you know joel inevitably will not want to give her up you know out of love for ellie mm. you know so so it's gonna be really cool to see that transformation uh we get a couple of scenes where joel and ellie are fighting off the military trying to get at her i believe which i don't know if it's like do you think it's because they like intercepted those like letters where the fireflies were planning on where to pick up ellie you know is that why they're like are they trying to take out fireflies or are they specifically after ellie herself well Joel and Tess aren't really like popular. Ah, that's also a good point. Like they, they like, they've taken out the soul. Like remember, because they killed the soldiers when they got captured at the beginning, when they were going, like when they were leaving the, uh, the, the, the martial law area. Yeah. Right. Like the little town. They killed them and they called for backup before they died a good point okay yeah so they're they're they were probably tracking them down yeah they're definitely wanted people yeah for sure for sure okay good point good point good point then we fight of course in the uh, subways for a little bit as well i love that scene where um joel's like how are you even breathing this stuff in and she's like i wasn't lying to you you know and like now like there's like tangible proof that like it's 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 almost like you know Tess got her proof that Ellie wasn't lying via having to get bit and see the differences in how both of these wounds develop. And then Joel kind of also got it with that, but also in a way like the way that Ellie's able to breathe under the under the uh, spores. Spore? Yeah. Spores. Spores. Yeah, spores. Yes. Yeah. I just thought that was a cool touch of like, you know, Joel being in like almost like disbelief that like she's not wearing a mask, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, we get the intro of Ellie can't swim. We we love to see that. And then uh, Joel says that you know they're they're kind of trying to figure out you know well, what the next move is at this last bit of cutscene. Uh, Joel lays down the rules that you know one, what I say goes. Number two, you don't tell anyone about how you are 
uh, immune to the to the infection, you know. And I think he says one more thing. I'm reading. Oh, lastly. Oh, wait, no. Wait. So. Don't bring up oh, first one is don't bring up tests. Two is don't tell people about your uh, condition, your immunity, and three is do as I say, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and then he says that there's a town a few miles north where some guy owes him something and some favors that maybe he can get them a car to be able to go to where they need to go. So that's where we left it this week. It will continue next week. Uh, and, of course, they are talking about Bill's Town. So any service level thoughts on this section of the game? The first, like, two and a half hours of the game. Or like I, any any lasting comments or whatever. I am excited to replay the rest of the game before so, part two comes out. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Like I am, I am enjoying my time with the game again. Like, it's fluid. It's a little clunky. Like the running is a little clunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, for what it was at the time, and how, and like the comparisons on how games function and play now because even now running is a little stiff but for what it was at the time it's it makes me excited to see how much it's developed since uh part one when part two releases i can't wait man i can't wait yeah i'm still very excited for part two despite everything that we've talked about for sure because i don't know you could like like if uh if someone told me the ending of part one and it's like oh wow that, that sucks and then you, you just kind of play the game but that's kind of the point yeah like i'm excited to see the journey to those major story beats that i've already seen mm-hmm. so that's why i'm still looking forward to everything it's not like my hope is gone and like i'm not gonna enjoy my experience like i think it's gonna be a good time and replaying part one has really just solidified that for me yeah yep yep 100 agree 100 agree like like it's 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 nice to like come back and see where they're going to improve in part two seemingly or like or get to like play how they will improve you know right in part two but uh it's great i can't wait to see bill again i can't wait to see pittsburgh again as well that's gonna be next week um yeah i can't wait I can't wait. So next week, definitely check us out where we go over week two's parts. Uh, the replay series schedule should have been on str- should have been on screen this whole time. If not, check out Twitter down below in the de- in the description at PSource Vids where you can see the full schedule for our Last of Us replay series. And once again, if you don't have the game for some reason and you just want to watch it, feel free to watch my streams Wednesday night on the channel. We go over that week's given part of the game, and then we we talk about it, and then it goes up on Saturday for Road to Part 2. So next week, we are covering Bill's Town and then Pittsburgh as well. So, uh, so yeah. Do you, uh, I mean, Arachnid, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on the PlayStation Source Discord under the same name. Uh, very active there. We always have a good time talking about games and what we're playing and our thoughts on like just pretty much everything. Like it's a very free discord for lack of a better phrase on what you could talk about and what you want to discuss. Assuming that it's, you know, like 
reasonable to talk about. I can't just talk about, you know, anything, anything. Yeah, I mean, I I I like to keep it gaming in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes yeah, like, keep some, it gaming. Yeah, there's uh, sometimes some interesting topics get brought up there for sure. Yeah, um, like um yeah, you can find us uh find all of us there. Like I'm uh, it's like an active Discord. All of us are always talking. So you can find me there. Um my Twitter will be in the description underneath if you ever want to talk comic books or video games or anything like that i'd be i'd love to talk about that stuff like i could talk about could talk about this stuff all day honestly so yeah uh that's it for me beautiful beautiful and of course you can follow me at the kdiaz123 on twitter t-a-g-k-d-i-a-z-123 as well as of course plays and source discord link below in the description plays and source twitter link below in the in the description as well as if you're watching this on youtube and want to watch this or listen to it on the podcast service, you can click our anchor link down below in the description to listen to all of our long-form content in podcast format. That, of course, being Saves a Lot Podcast, as well as this show, Road to Part 2. So uh, if you, you know, it's not too late to jump on the old, uh, you know, game schedule. If you want to follow follow along with us as we go through The Last of Us and Love Behind DLC in preparation for Last of Us Part 2 too so uh thank you for watching like the video if you enjoyed it as well stay subscribed to place in source to keep up with the latest and grace in play nation thank you for watching and as always greatness, greatness awaits, awaits. Mm.